Welcome to the Move Forward Boldly podcast. I'm Dr. Carolyn Harmon of Stridey Life Coaching, where we talk about anything having to do with health, wealth, and happiness. So if you are retired or thinking about retiring, then you'll want to find us on the internet at moveforwardboldly.com. You can find us on Facebook at Move Forward Boldly and also on YouTube, Moving Forward Boldly. You know, we discuss everything having to do with health, wealth, and happiness because we believe you never have to get old and you can be blessed with a lot of years. All right, let's get on with this podcast. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Latoya Anderson. She is a trauma-focused and culturally sensitive clinician, helping children, adolescents, and adults couples and families living with PTSD, depression, anxiety disorders, grief and loss, chronic illness, and stress-related diagnosis. Through mindfulness techniques like meditation, physical movement, and talk therapy, Latoya works with her clients to develop positive coping mechanisms to heal through traumatic events. Latoya has earned a bachelor's degree in health sciences from Thomas Jefferson, as well as a master's of sciences degree in community and trauma counseling. This is part two and the final episode of mental health. And in this part, we talk about the expectations for therapy. The discussion is already in progress. Now, when when somebody's actually going through therapy and they're going for the first time, what should they expect that's different from maybe going to see your regular um, family doctor? It's a process. A lot of people come into therapy thinking that, oh, after two or three sessions, I am going to be healed. And that's just that. It's a process. Therapy is like an onion, right? We all know there's a core root at, at the in, in the middle of the onion, but you're peeling back layers to get to that root of whatever belief that you may have. So it's, it's definitely a process, and be patient with be patient with yourself, be patient with your therapist, be patient with the process, and also too during that time, give yourself grace because you may learn things about yourself that you didn't know that was affecting you. Mm. Or that was a belief that was affecting you throughout your entire life. Uh, I had clients who didn't recognize that, oh, the reason why I keep ending up in the same relationship is because I'm a very empathic person and narcissists are attracted to empathy. Mm. And that's like, I keep ending up with the same person, but it's like you're going into this relationship with this idea like oh i'm gonna save my partner let's find the root of why do you still need you to save your partner is that showing up in all of your friendships it's just this is just an example yeah yeah got you it's the idea of being patient she was able to be patient and come to the end of like oh wow this is how i show up in the world and I might not be showing up as my authentic self because somewhere along the line, my root was I'm not good enough. So therefore I need to fix those around me <laughs> so that I can feel better about myself. 
There you go. Okay. So once you recognize it, are you able just to change and, and, and behave differently? Or there are other steps in between, correct? There are steps in between. Change is a monumental thing. People love to say, you need to change. You need to do this and the other. And it's like, change is not this overnight process. It's not. There are three stages to change. It's like the the thought of like, oh, there's something about me that I don't particularly like, or there's something going on in my life that I don't particularly like. Mm -hmm. And you thought you think about change. Mm -hmm. You'll think about it and think about it and think about it. And then there'll be this point where it's like, okay, something to push you into the the part where it's like, okay, how do I change? And you'll work on that part. And then at some point, you'll realize like that you're actually making the change. Okay. Um, you actually decide to make the change. Decide. Or mm. something that like would make you change. Okay. Yeah. Like that, that final breakup and you find yourself really just, you can't even eat, sleep or drink or something. And you're saying, it's never good for me. This is the fifth time I've gone through this. I don't want this anymore. Uh -huh. And that's the thing that'll make you change and, and make you change on the double. It has to be something that's so emotionally um, draining or elating one way or the other, right? It's either going to yes. be something that's really happy or really sad, but you need that emotion to carry you to the other side. Exactly. Exactly. And that's also the thing too, like therapy is not going to be this, that one therapy is not always, unfortunately it's supposed to be portrayed on TV that mm -hmm. you're going to be in a session crying all the time and therapist is pushing, sometimes it's literally just, I, some of our best sessions where clients will come to Insight, it's just shooting a breeze. We're talking about just day in and day out things and they're like, oh, you Oh, snap. I didn't even realize I was doing that here as well. So it's this idea of what changing the idea in your brain, your mind, your mindset that therapy is a certain way. Because it's going to show up in different, in different, in a different way that you expected it to be. I guarantee you that. Well, you know, I think that's the way a lot of things are. Almost everything is in life. I mean, I watch this TV program, Married at First Sight. Everybody has an idea what their life is going to be like if they marry just the right person. They have a computer, pick out the right person. And and when they get it, it's just not the way that they thought it was going to be. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, it's, because we can list all of these these qualities that we want in a person on a piece of paper yeah. they may match on paper but not right. matching your life right right because th things that you think you want you really you really don't but you know uh -huh. for some reason you have that confusion in your head and but also too i think a lot of that what i've seen with with in that that aspect of of life is we want what society tells us that we should want or we want what, what was different from what we had when we were growing up. Right. My father was. My mom was. Right. This happened to me, so I, the person cannot show up to me, show up for me in this way. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about, and this is mind-boggling to me, <laughs> this discussion of what a high, a high-value woman or man is. Um, and on a piece of paper, they list all of these things, but how 
are those things showing up in your life? So yeah. it's this idea of like, yes, you can say you want this six foot two man, beautiful teeth, you know, making six figures. You know, he wears a suit every day, but he's coming home and he's being abusive every day. Yeah. Yeah. They, they it's it's the programming. It's um it's uh -huh. really it's really depending on like your your sensory uh functions, your your taste, your smell, your sight. Instead of really thinking through how you want your day to be every day, if you could use just your imagination first and decide how you want your life to be, then that's the those are the traits that you look for in that person instead of, well, he looks like this and he has this kind of clone. And when I rub up against him, it feels like this. Yeah, because that's nothing. Because <laughs> that really, exactly. I mean, that might be part of it, but you got to You got to go from you got to go from the inside out, not the outside in. Even just thinking about the sensory function, like sensory functions, is one of the things that um, to the use in sessions as well. Like the idea of just being able to use all your functions to bring you into your body and, mm. and that's that's the problem that we we have with a lot of the social media stuff is that we are looking for external validation mm -hmm. instant mm -hmm. instant gratification. gratification yep um and using your senses to be like okay what am i hearing you're, you're taking all of these things in through your senses, right? Right. So you become what you're ingesting. Yes. Day in and day out. And that's if what you, you project outwards. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly seeing on Instagram these things of what other people are doing in their lives and you're internalizing it to say that you're not great, good enough, you're, you're taking that in through sight. What music are you listening to? Right. Um, I, I I heard like this this uh comedian just hilarious just talked about how in the music that we listen to through Beyonce and and Meg Megan Thee Stallion and I think it was someone else talking about how you need to be this type of woman or whatever, but they're in relationships. They're in loving relationships, quote unquote, loving relationships. I, I can't identify. With right. You don't know. Are. Right. I don't know. But, right. you know, they're in they're in what we see as loving relationships. So it's like the idea of like, oh, this music is telling me I need to be single and independent and out here doing my back. But secretly, you're wanting a loving relationship. Right. Right. The cognitive, the cognitive dissonance in that. Mm -hmm. Um, smelling and, and smelling as well and when you're eating food you, you in order to taste your food you have to be able to smell it as well yeah so it the idea of like what are you ingesting and food wise yeah and um, I, can, I can tell you one that used to mess me up all the time i go into burger king smelling mcdonald's french fries and then when i eat mcdonald's <laughs> Burger King French fries, they taste, they, it was disappointing. I, it just really yes. messed my head up. I, so mm -hmm. I gave up, I gave up all that junk food altogether just because of that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's the idea of, in terms of food, if we're thinking about food or, or taste and, and uh, that matter. Right. Well, yes, McDonald's might sound good, you know, occasionally. 
Right. But what are you taking in that's of value? Right. Are you eating fruits and vegetables? Are you eating, you know, if you're eating meat, are you putting it in the oven or the air fryer? Yeah. Or are you frying it in deep right. oil? Right. Like these are all the things that, and also too, we don't think about how food plays a major factor in our mental health either. Right. And right. I mean, this has been like a segue. I don't know how we got here, but. No, it does. That... Food, food does. Because I mean, even your mood, food, because food uh-huh. is a chemical. It, I'm a biochemist, right? We're by, well, you know, <laughs> so yeah. food, food is a chemical. So you, you're putting it in and it's going to affect your brain. It's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect your liver. It's going to, but if it affects your brain and it affects your gut automatically, it's, it's, it's setting a mood for you. It's setting a, vib- a vibration. It's, it's setting a, an emotion for you, you know, an attachment for you. And so you really are connected to that food. And so to get you to eat correctly or eat so that it satisfies your body, you have to stop looking at those commercials telling you what you should eat. And then, you know, yes. attention to what your body telling you, this is good, this is bad. But uh-huh. we, we rely so much on, on, st- on stimulus coming in that we don't pay attention to that. You know, I, exactly. I, I hear people say about like, like about uh, a, a green smoothie or something. Oh, this takes t- tastes terrible. I can't drink this, but yet, you know, they'll, they'll drink vodka, <laughs> they'll uh-huh. drink scotch, and black coffee, but they, they can't drink this healthy smoothie. So exactly. you know, it's, it really is a, it's a mindset. And we, and for me, when I think about food, I don't cook well because I'm thinking about, oh yeah, this is going to be good for my heart. Oh yeah. And I'm going to have just this because it's going to make my stomach feel really good. And, and that's it. That's it. Well, there, I mean, if it tastes like awful, awful, I mean, there's ways I put cinnamon, I put cinnamon in everything always. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon and tuna uh-huh. black pepper is in everything that I eat but yeah that that's what I do but that's not the way we're programmed because when we have these commercials everybody this has to taste good that has to taste good and even when we we think about settling down men want a woman that can cook or a woman wants a man uh-huh. who can cook and not everybody eats the the same certain way so yeah I know this was a, a kind of a sidetrack but it just like hit so many buttons that food is probably one of the biggest ways that we're programmed that leads to our our suffering in life you know the suffering of our bodies and not only our bodies but the actions that we take in other areas of our finance our personal um uh relationships all all kinds of ways because of this the, the the subconscious mind is just so oh man it's <laughs> it's just so powerful. It is, especially when you aren't raised to eat certain types of food. Right. Um right. I always I always get blowback for me because growing up as a child, you know, my, my mother is from the south. My mother can fry some fry some fried chicken. Mm-hmm. When I say throw down, my mother can throw down. <laughs> my mom would cater um different events and she would cook and people would love her cooking but it would come to me and it would be like so it's Thanksgiving everyone's eating all of this food and I'm like oh I don't eat any of this <laughs> and they're like what do you mean I don't yeah, eat right. any of this now I, you're uppity I don't. <laughs> now I'm uppity exactly. uh-huh. <laughs> and then I used to get when I was formally diagnosed with my chronic 
condition, it was I was already, and, and this is something that I've come to um, recognize as I've gotten into this stage of reflection for the last couple of years that I was always taught that there was something wrong with the way I ate because I didn't eat what everyone would eat. I didn't finish all of my food. And that's, that's, if you come around my family, that is a common joke. <laughs> like she does not finish a meal. But also too, it's recognizing in my individual self that I cannot eat all of this food. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. A lot of the foods that we are raised on in the African-American community are heavy mm-hmm. and enriched with a lot of fat, as, grease, fat, yeah. grease and, sugar, and they're not healthy salt. fats. Exactly. Yep. And you can still have, it's not the idea to tell the thing that you cannot have those things. Because trust and believe, I love a good macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I do. But I also recognize that after eating macaroni and cheese, what my feels like. Mm-hmm. I'm cramping. Mm-hmm. I'm bloated. Um, and it's just one of those things where you recognize, like, how does this food affect you? Or how do you feel after ingesting this food? And that's mm-hmm. just a question. It's just it's- the idea of, like, you can begin to question those things. At, you can't do it, you know, some, when you're in, at home, a lot of times you can't do it. it. It's okay. But if you are able, if you're buying your own food, questioning how does a meal, how do you feel at the certain meals? Um, Like also for me during the summertime, I don't eat as much. I can go a whole 24 hour fast without even thinking about it. Whereas my partner would be like, he'll be, it's not normal. You're <laughs> supposed to eat three times a day. And I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. <laughs> it's okay. Right, right, right. It's all right. Right. But that's also going back to listening to your body. Yep. We're not told to listen to our body. Right. We're told that this is what you need for your body. We're told, even if you look in, into the, the health space, the health space, there are so many people out here telling you what that will say, this is what you need to do for your body. Not the idea of listen to your body. Right. And then decide if the information that I'm giving you will benefit you. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's the key. We, we have to learn again to think, to, to be ourselves from within outward instead of letting ourselves be programmed from from outward. But you know, that, that's never going to stop. There are always going to be ways, I mean, because we have these sensories, uh, sensor, sensors, that's what they're there for, for us to experience the world. So we're going to always have those, but we just need a system put together uh-huh. so that we can evaluate and get rid of the ones that don't suit us. They might have suited us, you know, maybe 20 years ago, 10 years exactly. ago, or two days ago. But now, you know, this body is a different body. This body's in a different place in a different time. And I have to let go of those things and, and incorporate some new things. And so and pretty that's much that's what, that's what therapy's about, right? That's yeah, getting rid exactly. of those things. Got and it. that's the hard part, the letting go. The letting go of core beliefs or things that we were taught as a child that no longer suits us things that we would that things that we the coping letting go of coping mechanisms or coping skills Mm -hmm. that we used when we were in places of depression or places of anxiety or 
when we experience that traumatic experience, that we develop all of these coping skills or these coping mechanisms to do these negative things. Right. And it's now, okay, I've developed these skills and they suited me at that moment in time. But when now if it's no longer useful, it's harmful for me. Right. Right. And that's the biggest thing. Right. Also too, the idea of change, if we're going back to change, it's okay that you change. That does not mean that you're that you're this unloyal person. That does not mean that you are too good. Fake. There you yeah. go. That's the word I'm looking for. It's your fake. fake. A lot of times yeah. when we go through changes, we'll get that the 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 the, the comments that we'll re- get back from other people would be, "Oh my God, you're fake because you're not." But no, it's because they no longer recognize who you are and they right. can no longer respond to you in a manner that they used to respond to you right. because you have changed as a person. Right. So they're giving their perception of you just because that's their perception of you. doesn't mean that's who you are. Exactly. And that's their perception of you of. is their problem, not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you being okay with living in your authentic truth and your authentic self. Right. The, the goal of therapy is to get you to live in your authenticity, that you are living to the best of your ability during this time with what you know and allowing you to be who you want to be. Not the idea of I want to be, not the idea that you are being who, what, what role that your job has placed you in. Or what role has your family has placed you in? Or what role did you put yourself in mm. based on society standards? The goal is to get you into a place where you are authentically you at all times. Understood. Understood. That is that is crystal clear. That that is really awesome. Uh, it, it this is um, a really um, needed conversation, and I. Thank you so much for giving me this time just to share this with with the the audience, because I I know a lot of people have these thoughts that, you know, from time to time that they might need a little help. But, you know, just too many things in the way, all in your head, (laughs) all in your head, because, you know, the the truth is that the future hasn't happened yet. And until Uh until you do something now that's going to affect your future if you continue to do the same things you're doing now your future is very predictable but if you yes. make a change and do something that you've never done before that's going to take the trajectory of your future in a different place so exactly just you know just live in the now make up your mind something you don't want and do the opposite of the things you've been doing that take you to that place uh-huh it sounds simple. I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> definitely maybe not simple, but but you know what? It's, you you it's can do it. Simple, it's, it's, it's simple. You just have it. to practice. You have to practice it over and over yes. and over, over. Yes. That's the biggest thing. It's 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 a muscle. Yeah. It's a muscle. And it's the same way how you go to the gym. You go to the gym to develop your physical muscles. Right. Go to therapy to develop those um, psychological like yes. muscles, uh, uh mental muscles. It, 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 that's what you want to call it. Yes, exactly. Like that, that I, you're, you're developing. It's what like I also called I, it too is, is cleaning out your limiting beliefs. 
changing, there you go. changing your paradigms, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things, those, those two things, changing your limiting beliefs. And, and I look, this is the way I look at limiting beliefs. There's something that they used to help you, like we were talking about before, they're your core beliefs that used to help you get through whatever situation you were in. Maybe, maybe you were, uh, let's say somebody takes a, a pumpkin seed and they put it in a, in a Coke bottle, liter bottle, soda bottle. It's nice and clear. The sun comes in, it gets watered, the pumpkin grows up, but it's shaped like a, a bottle. And then it can uh-huh. be a liter because that's, that's the belief, that plastic bottle, it's its leaf. Now you take a seed out of that pumpkin, the same pumpkin has the same DNA as the pumpkin, you know, it, it's coming from there. You, you plant it right next to the, the pumpkin in the ground. Now that pumpkin grows and it's huge. It's so huge, it crushes the one in the plastic. Yes. Why? Because now you have a new belief that's grown beyond what you could have even become if you kept holding on to that single belief that created that little pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That's the exactly. cartoon in my head that kind of works for me. I completely agree. So it's um, it's it's easy to. I mean, like I say, I love the dissection. And uh, if we can just get this message, people can can understand it. This would be beautiful. So so, how can people uh, uh, needing you? If, yeah, needing your service. How can they contact you? Um, I am currently listed on inclusive therapists i am listed on therapy for black girls um i believe i'm listed on therapy for black men but if you literally type in my name latoya anderson i pop up apparently okay (laughs) i pop straight up my website comes up you can either leave a message there or you can uh email me at latoya anderson ms at gmail.com um, and I'm fairly quick with responding to messages. If I don't, I usually send a message saying, you know, I apologize for the delay. Um, but other than that, it's, it's really easy to find me. Really easy to find me. Excellent. From what you said, it sounds simple. Just type in Latoya Anderson in uh, Google. Yep. Because Google yep. knows everything. Google knows everything. I Google myself and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I come up on LinkedIn. I come up on LinkedIn and I come up on Facebook when I Google my name. And then I see all the other people with the same name. It's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you'll see my face. I usually, I I believe the makeup is purple. (laughs) It's like a lilac color. (laughs) You'll see me. Um, So yeah. Um, And I am currently, I'm virtual at this moment of time. So I am available. My office hours are usually between four and seven every day and 10 to four or 10 to three on Saturdays. Okay. All right. So yeah, that would be a a very good way for people to, to contact you. So I thank you for this. This concludes our podcast. This is Dr. Carolyn Harmon of Stridey Life Coaching saying thank you for listening. And you can find us on the web on Facebook at moveforwardboldly.com or you can also find our podcast at Spotify and also on our website at moveforwardboldly.com. Thanks for listening.